Welcome to the Wealthy Money Property Podcast, your ultimate resource to unlocking your inner property guru and building a property investment portfolio. Now, introducing your host for the show. Hey, Property Magicians, welcome to episode 43 of the Property Magicians Podcast. My goodness, you guys, like, A, I cannot believe one episode 43, so let's just get on to Take a moment. (laughs) Take a moment. (laughs) Wow. You know, like, wow, Misa and I are always like, Misa, do you realize that we we have a podcast that goes out once a week? Every week we have not missed a podcast for like almost a year now. So we're just going to celebrate ourselves, right? We are celebrating ourselves. (laughs) Oh, oh, before we even get started, how rude of me. Let me introduce introduce myself and let me introduce yourself. My name is Mangile Makwakwa. You can find me on Facebook under Wealthy Money. Find me on Instagram under Mangile Makwakwa. My co-host is... I am Miso Rainmaker on all the platforms. I'm Miranda Moloto. I'm the co-host of Property Magicians Podcast and happy to be here for another lockdown podcast. <laughs> I should actually point out that Sri Lanka is out of lockdown. We have no new cases of corona. Um, wow. You guys will remember that like we had a full two and a half months of hellish lockdown with not even being allowed to go to grocery stores, not being allowed to leave the yard. But the end result after two and a half months, guys, is everybody stayed in. We went allowed outside the yard, jogging, walking. That was not even an option. Now we have no new cases, but we have to wear masks just in case, do all the usual things. But yeah, it's so surreal. So well, technically, for us, we are technically we are going on uh, level three on Monday, and my scientific mind is very upset with the fact that um, places of worship are being opened on lock three yeah. on lockdown level three, and I have huge huge anxiety, of course, because I am gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna be out more. But I have yeah. made a risk assessment for my daughter to say, well, I'm going to sit, sit it out for another 30 days before she gets back to school. So that's where I'm at. I've decided I like the gov- that. Yeah, the government is not going to make that decision for us. So I'm going to do that for myself. Yeah. yeah. So Phew. she's going to be staying home. I don't know how we're going to work out homeschooling, but uh, it's been going well with the E-line. But today, yeah. guys, I have got my own girl from the hood. Yeah. Yeah. So I have got a a Sowetan travel agent and a fellow Sowetan. I grew up in the township of Soweto and mm. it makes me proud to to have a travel agent Kosi Magolota um, who has become a developer, believe it or not. She yeah. owns them a 14 unit multi in Soweto right now yeah. and about to develop another one Heck story is going to stretch you let's just yes. put it that way she's Guys, been through everything <laughs> yeah I know Kosi's story is phenomenal so without further ado I feel like let's jump on to Kosi you guys, you guys are going to love her let's go, let's do it Oh, wow, Kosi, thank you for coming on the show. We're so happy to have you. Thank you for inviting me. (laughs) After all that we've gone through with technical issues, we are so happy to host you, Kosi. (laughs) And welcome to Zoom. Welcome to Zoom. If you are a a proprietor, (laughs) you need to be on Zoom. Thank you, mm, thank you, mm. though, for the trouble. And I yeah. loved testing with Kosi yesterday. You should have seen us mm. everything, the chat, the video, the whatever. But thank you for taking the trouble, Kosi. It's so lovely mm, to have you. Wow. 
<laughs> it's so lovely to have you, Kosi. So, Kosi, tell yeah. us about yourself. Who are you, and how did you get uh, started in property? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. My name is Kosi Makolota. I'm mm-hmm. 40 years old, the mother of two girls. What? Mm. I have a national wow, diploma in travel and tourism. Like Twenty. My goodness. <laughs> 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 Which 40? Where? <laughs> you know the big four zero? Yeah. There, on that circle, yeah. Yeah. There. Yeah. The one after 30. Yeah, the one after 39. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now that that's yeah, like and then, um, <laughs> <laughs> So I have a national diploma in travel and tourism. I've been in the travel <laughs> industry for over 15 years. Until okay. 2017, when I decided to pursue my dream full time, okay. and then that's when I started seeking for funding and yeah, just making sure that my my dream is becoming to reality because it's been okay. a long yeah. time. Yeah. Okay. Wow. But you were seeking, seeking funding for what? Had you found a property, or how did I you bought that? I bought property in 2012 in Snawani. Oh, so wow. I, it was three stands. So I they've mean, been sitting wow. there. And, yeah, and throughout the years, I've been trying to get funding. Because my, my thing was that I don't want to start construction and then stop because of finances. Right. So I would raise money. Raise, uh-huh. So my, I'll get a budget like uh, two years before. And then when I get that money, by the time I start getting quotations, it's two or three times more. So it takes me back to the drawing board to get more money. Uh-huh. So yeah, oh, that has wow. been the delay. So yeah. So you take us back. You bought property. People are like three stands. Huh? Where is this? You must yes. tell us. Tell us exactly where they are located. Tell us the story behind why you got the three stands. Why not one stand? Why not just build a house? Why just and go and get three stands? And where did you okay. get these? Okay, the stands are in Soweto in Snawani. Okay. And then, so my grandmother and this old man owned like half portion of the street of the stands. So this old man was going back home. So he approached my grandmother to sell the stands to her. So initially, I was gonna only buy. I was only gonna buy one stand. So he was like, right. and then he offered us the other two stands. So my grandmother helped me with buying the other two. So we bought the three at once. Please tell me a little bit about your grandmother. Why did she think? It makes sense. She sounds like a forward-thinking black woman. She's into property. She has Is lots she? of houses around Soweto. Yeah. Wow. But growing up, I did not under. I did not understand. We've never even had the property discussion. So, at uh, when I was in high school, you know, when the townhouses were booming, I always said to yes. her, "I would love to own townhouses." You know. Yeah. Yeah. And she said, no, you can actually build, you can actually have these properties. And I was like, no, it's a white people thing. It's not going to happen. So when this oh. old man approached me, when this old man approached me, like, remember? Okay, so I thought townhouses are for white, white people. And then yeah. when this old man approached us, I was like, no, man, I, I want to buy property in, in the suburbs. But I'm like, no, you can actually you can actually build the same thing that you want to build in the suburb here in Soweto. Mm. So yeah, that's how we and then she she helped me with the with raising the rest of the money for the other two stands. So we bought wow. all three because they were next to each other, yeah. Wow. Oh my god, Kosi, you are so lucky, right? You are so lucky. <laughs> so tell tell us now is is grandma still alive? She is. She's 93, she turned 93 last week. She is vital and fine. And yeah, she's fine. I'm coming to Soweto with my laptop to interview your grandmother. Anyway, let's continue. (laughs) (laughs) I love her. I I just, yeah. So, so you buy these three stands ultimately because they are empty standing. There's nothing. They're empty stands, nothing inside. Yeah, because the guy owned Ama Colliards. Oh, I see. That's what he was doing there in his stands. Yeah. Oh wow! Okay. So he used to sell coal on what? On trucks coal. or on the guys? On trucks, and then I think some he supplied the guys on the horses. 
and then you oh. sell you also sold directly to the people around oh wow that is because so um, interesting that is interesting snawani is a suburb in soweto it is further is it's just down the road from from what most people know as baraguana hospital tell me exactly where it is now that i mean soweto is my hood where exactly is this oh my gosh it's a okay then okay the place is located between shawela clinic and protea gardens and then oh. it's a street away from uh, Krisani road i see mm. oh wow yeah yeah, yeah. that's awesome so that's perfect awesome. it is perfect for right transport, is, yeah. for transport for transport yeah. it's next yeah. to a medical facility oh yes. yeah and the shops around and there's a church on the same street up the road wow Not one church churches because churches yeah because there's one again on the, the other street absolutely oh, wow oh listen to this guys man this is amazing <laughs> so what oh. really got you into real estate is by motivation of your grandmother of my grandmother and the only property you have yeah that's the only property i have now okay fantastic mm. so Kosi, i want us to go deeper into this right because it's been a journey for you from 2012 through to now to develop these properties. You said that there were times when you'd get quotations and things would go up and then you were trying to do it yourself. Tell us about that process of trying to use your own funds. What was that like? What was your thinking process? Why didn't you okay. want to go to the bank or did you try the banks and it didn't work out? I tried the banks. It didn't work out. They okay. always gave me like, uh, yeah, I didn't qualify to get the money that I wanted. So I would go oh. to the guys and then they put me like 120 for labor and it estimates like 100,000 for material. Yeah. So I would raise that money from my savings or get some for my, you know, my grandmother always helped me. Yeah. And then once they went to... Yeah, once we have the funds, we go back now to the contractor and say, okay, now let's start. And then he tells me that the prices have gone up and stuff. Wow. So to a point where I actually even sold my house where I stayed. Wow. Oh my gosh. And, and where did you move to? Did you move in with your granny? I was going to move. So we are thinking, and then we're only going to get like 320 out of it, which was not enough. Yeah. Wow. And then, so you sold the house and you got 320 out of it. No, no, I was on the process of selling the house. So when we did the calculation, okay. we only found out that I'm only going to get 320, which is not worth it. Okay. Mm. So it's, we canceled the sale and then went back to the drawing board. Oh my sure. goodness. And then, yeah. And then after some time, and then, okay. And then, um, what, and then what did we do? It was that. And then, so now the problem is that I wanted to develop all three stands at once. And my grandma was yes. like, no, why don't you do this thing in phases? Yeah. Yeah. Rather it in phases. Mm. Yeah. So I had to sell one stand now to raise the funds. Wow. Oh. I sold, okay. yeah, I sold one stand for 350 which was less. And the rates were like 100 and something. So I got nothing out of the first stand. Wow. So when you say you so, sold the first stand for three fifty, was it three hundred and fifty thousand or three hundred and fifty thousand? Yeah, <laughs> three hundred and fifty thousand. But at that time, by that time, you were owing a hundred and thirty thousand on the rates. Yeah. yeah, because I didn't know that when you sell, you need to pay the rates and stuff. So yeah, yeah. I thought you just sell and get the man the whole amount. Yeah. So yeah, so, so I sold my stand. Mm hmm. I saw the one stand and the guy who bought the stand like developed the property in six months. And I was like, no, man, I need to do wow. this thing. You know? wow. Okay, yeah. so now you have got multi multi leads that are back to back in the same place. Hmm. In the same okay. place. Okay. Wow. Awesome, okay, before we even get to the multi leads, uh -huh. I would love us to, right? Because it is such an interesting journey which i think everyone has such a different unique journey so 
because it so you mm-hmm. sold the first stand and then you get mm-hmm. um you probably only have a profit of like 150 or 180k mm-hmm. did you mm-hmm. use that at all to develop the next stand no i didn't okay what did you so do with I that money is, then so now so i kept the money in the bank <laughs> i invested the money okay mm-hmm. and i decided to you know so going to my, to that place and seeing that guy that like that really and then i made a decision that i'm gonna stop my job and focus on this thing like full time okay sure so i stopped i i left my job and then which i said when which is when uh, in 2017 okay, okay. Mm-hmm. yeah Mm-hmm. And then 2017, I started now sitting down, going and uh, uh, looking for funding companies, you know, like going to meetings, attending conferences, learning more about property. Okay. And I was using some of that money now to pay for my bills because I don't have an income. Right. Ah. And I just started to leave and I didn't have pension fund or anything. So my last salary wow. was that. Wow. So, and then I got uh, uh, pre-funding from GPF. Okay. And then okay. I was only what told that what is it's housing popular funding. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then when they did the evaluations and stuff, they said no, uh, the property is not worth it's not worth um, the amount that they're going to fund me because it's in Soweto. So the rental wow. I can't charge the rentals in Sentin in Soweto, even though it's the same structure and same everything. Right. So that wow. fell out. They yeah. really did not see and understand how the property would cash flow at l- because it would have more than flow higher. Then you're breaking. Oh, then you were breaking. Just go out, uh, go ahead. They didn't see the cash flow. They just didn't see the cash flow potential. They didn't. No, they didn't. They wow. Didn't. Wow, man. This is so, And I spent wow. like so much time with GPF, you know, and then now I had to let Yo. that go. And then, uh, so at GPF, I met Henry, who was my mentor, who was allocated as, oh, as my mentor. Oh, Henry Chitulu. Chitulu, yeah, that's where I met him. Oh, my ah. gosh. So, yeah, so he's like, no, because you have to look for, so the, the pre-funding, he said, I need to look for another property, maybe in the suburbs, back. so he takes me back to the suburbs for them to mm-hmm. fund uh, to fund me, to get the funding. Yeah. So I was like to Henry, no, you know what, my passion is developing that stand. I can look for other yes. properties once that case is developed. I can't do anything until I develop Snawan. But also, we cannot all be in the suburbs. In the suburbs, you know, yeah, we cannot you know. all be playing in this one little small pool. South and Africa it's a small is, for everyone. It's bigger than that. It's you know, there's so that. much space for all of us, and it's bigger than that. It can't just be limited to the suburbs. To one place, yeah. But wow. not only that. So where two houses four million of the seven million people in the Gauteng province. And when mm. our own Gauteng government yes. does not understand the housing needs in Soweto, where there is and there's such a high, high demand concentration. In there's high demand. Mm. And exactly. there's high demand concentration. So they, they firstly do not understand their own demographics. So yeah. also it just means even the driving of our development is not understood right within yeah, the funds yes. that are supposed to help entrepreneurs. And how many how many township uh, pro, uh, property entrepreneurs have we had on our podcast that show mm. you, that indicate over and over again what the demand is like? Because this is such, such a good story to tell. Yeah. So anyway, so this yeah. is 2017. You are being pointed to go and build a townhouse in Naturena somewhere and you, and you just said no. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I need to start in Soweto. Then I will look at other places. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. So 2017, yeah. we're going up and down. 2018, Henry gives me a call and say, because actually there's a, a, an organization that can find exactly what you want to do. It's yeah. TEF, but mm. that project is called Umastand. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. So I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, whatever. He's like, no, I'll set up a meeting with Victor. He'll come and see yeah. the property, and then you guys will take it from there. 
Right, because oh. sorry, let us interrupt you there. So okay. we've had Vita on episode eight for those for for our podcast listeners. We've had yes. Vita on yeah episode eight, and we've had Taf on episode ten. So Linda ten. Yeah, and um, it is a funding for township development and inner city development. So yeah, mm. so you have a meeting with Victor. I have a meeting on with Vita on site. Vita's like, no, this thing, we can do this. Um, but I'm already, you know, emotionally, I'm down because I've been trying to yes. get funding for so long, you know, and I'm thinking, ah, yeah. we'll do this whole thing. And then at the end of it, you tell me another. So, so Vita's like, no, of course, we will do this. I'm like, okay, fine. So we set up a meeting to meet uh, at the chief offices. Right. Mm. I took the documents, but I, when I went there, I went there to inquire, not to apply. Right. So, mm. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> So, so you've get got the, your plans, you've got everything, wow. my documents, my title deed, right. uh, race, uh, race, uh, Oh, wow. So I get there. We, so I sit with Victor, we talk. I'm like, no, man, Victor, this thing, man. Hi, man, it's too easy, you know? He's like, no, come, yeah. let's do it. I'm like, hi, man, Victor, wait, I'm going to think about it. He's like, no, there's nothing to think about. You've got the documents. Just fill in the application. Wow. Wow. I filled in the application and I was like, ah, whatever, you know, I left it there. Until yeah. they called me to say, um, they've registered their bond, I must come and sign. How long was oh. that, Percy? How long was that? I think we did that in November and they gave me a call in Feb. Right. Wow. And you wow. had almost yeah. forgotten about them, surely. Uh, you know, I was like, ah, whatever, just one of those again. You so know. this is yeah. February 2019, Cosi. 20, this is February 2018, last year, last year, 2018. Oh, 2019. Okay. Oh, 2019. And the That's beauty what, yeah, of what I'm pretty. hearing, the, the beauty that I'm hearing, Kosi, is that you weren't made to go from like one point to the next to the next, which I think Mm-mm. is what also demotivates us, it's right? You've yeah. got all these things. Then like how you said, you spent all this time with GPF and got nowhere. Nothing. You know, but mm-hmm. we're tough. You Nothing. came, you came with the documents, you applied and you got funding within three months. Within I want to clarify and something now that we are okay. on the financing of this property, Kosi. What mm. was tough? How did tough move from financing a Kosi now who does not even have a job but has got a stand with title deeds and he's trying to develop something with uh, townhouses inside of Soweto? How did, they, how did they work that out? What did they think or what did they say to you? Well, they okay. They want the documents that they wanted. I had, mm. you know, every, like because it actually has to be in your name, credit record, and so I have all, I had all the recommend the require the requirements. So I think right. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh and to me, it was surprising that you only want those things. Where else I had to get registered company. So that's why I was just a little bit, you know. Yeah. I thought, you know, now I have to start again and register. I come and they're like, no, you need to apply in your name. Wow, this wow, is beautiful, hey? Wow. This is just beautiful <laughs> to hear. But this is the thing when you work with a funder that understands the like neighborhood, it. understands mm. your background, understands the demographics with which they are uh, dealing, it just mm. makes all the difference in the world. So, yeah, this they're... really, really. Um, excites me to hear actually mm-hmm. so then Kosi, you got the funding in february 2019 what was your next step after that and, uh, drawings and get the plans approved and okay. appoint the the contractor yeah basically did you already have a contractor so I, I, in mind or did Mastandi choose the contractor, uh, suggest a contractor for you? They, they suggested a contractor for me. Okay. Oh, that's nice. 
Yeah. yeah. So they like, they're very helpful, Shambona. They are very helpful. Yeah, so they actually nice. help me with putting together my team. They help oh, me with everything. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So, so tell us about you. your team. Yeah. Okay. So I so now I had to get the 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 architect. I had to get an engineer. I had to get mm-hmm. a contractor. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the then I also I use their attorneys okay. for the um for the channel. bond registration for the registration. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Okay. And then, yeah, and then we got everyone. Then we got the plans. Um, I did the applications. I started. I signed the contract with. Um, okay, they also helped me uh, get the JPCC as well. The the contract between the contractor and the builder. Okay. What is that? What is the JPCC yeah. for someone who's listening? Because when of course you didn't just come as a property investor, <laughs> you went straight to development. I mean, this is you are the yeah. probably yeah. the best person that we are interviewing who went into development. Yeah. So what so is the JPCC? It's the yeah. contract that they use between the contractor and the the okay the contractor and the landlord. But I don't know what the ah, is. okay. Yeah. So it's a contract but between contractor and landlord. And okay. landlord, yeah. Okay. Do you know why that's important? Why do we even need that? So that it covers you as a, okay. as a landlord. And, also, and it also covers the contractor as well and the subcontractors. Okay. It it's not a one-sided because I'm saying he must sign. It covers everyone. I see. Yeah. Oh, that's that's okay. very important, right? Yeah. And and yeah. why the engineer, Kosi? Why the civil engineer? Why why is it so critical in a mm. in a multi-story? It, yeah. Because it's a, it, it's a double story, so you need you need to make sure that the um, the foundation structure is fine, the slab. Yeah. Even the way we're going to build the place, yeah. Because I also need to yeah. get a geotech report for the soil. Okay. Okay. Wow, yeah. Man. yeah. So it was that. already zoned for a multi m a a m a triple the triple story. Okay. Mm. I see. Yeah. I see. Okay. okay. Wow. Mm. I love this. Um yeah. No, because you've been through the most, right? Yo, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know what? <laughs> so I understand the, the contract. <laughs> yeah. So mm. you sign the contract, you do everything, you have your team together. What was the next step? Um, well, I asked about next steps, but I mean next step yeah. after this, right? Okay, so the next architect step. approved everything. Then what mm-hmm. did you do next? And then we, so, so I said to the architect, whatever you do, please involve me so that I learn from this whole Okay, so, so I said to ask a little bit. So I just okay. wanted to start again from I said to the architect. architect. Yeah. Okay. So I said to the architect, uh, I, okay, he must just involve me in everything that he does. I want to go with him to the office so that I see what is going on. Then so that I learned from the wow. whole experience. Mm. So when he went okay. to submit, I went with him. We went to the different departments. We asked to, to apply for SDPs. I filled in, so he showed me how to fill in the form. I gave him the required documents. So I went through everything with him. Wow. And then we submitted. Yeah. And then, and then the contractor now started doing the foundation. So while he was on mm-hmm. the foundation process, he got sick. Wow. And then he stopped for like two weeks. He, sure, he, like he got, sure. so now I don't know. So when I went on site, I found the place, there's no one there. Now I don't, oh I, I don't know. I've never been to his place or anything. So now oh. I took the address from the letters and hunted him down. Basically. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. So I, I went to his house. When I got there, I was told he was admitted in hospital. Oh my God. His oh wife doesn't God. know anything about his company. Like she just doesn't know anything. Sure. Now I can't speak to him because he was, he couldn't speak. Oh, wow. And then his contractors are on site. So now I paid the contractor a deposit, right, for the, yeah. for the first phase. The contractors are on site. They started working. They haven't been paid. So now they want that. They want me to pay them because they, they can't get hold of their boss. Wow. Hello. I, so I took one guy. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. We can okay. hear you, Kosi. Okay. We're just saying hello as in like, oh. wow. Move wow. on next time. <laughs> yeah. 
So now I have to stop the construction and try to deal with this mess because this guy is sick. I don't know what's going on. I don't know the processes. I, you know what? And his wife doesn't know anything. So now I went back to Victor to assist me now because now we've got a crisis. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like (laughs) stuff. You know? So Victor says to me, no, for us to sort this thing out, it means we need to start from scratch and get another contractor yes wow so and i said can, can i nothing yeah i just need someone to guide me but i'm sure we can you know coach yeah can you continue with his workers and just do this thing this guy is sick and then when he when he recovers he'll continue with the contract ah okay so yeah. did you guys get another contractor in the meantime to fill in no, we no, no. I had to continue with his workers, with the guys' workers. I didn't get another contractor. You did the contracting. You you hey, became the contractor. I became the contractor. Hello, <laughs> hi, Mo. Hello, so, what, what are you telling us now? How did that I, go I'm down? telling you. You know <laughs> what? I, in the beginning, it was hard. Yeah, and Miss, I'm sure you saw me at last. I used to like do up and downs at last scene, and she I was did. most of the time I was on the I was on the phone. Was it while you were contracting? Wow. Yeah. So now I have class. Now I have to do a construction that I have no idea about. So gee, you know. Yeah. So you learned so, yeah. on the job. So why did I you learned do? Did you Google things? Did you ask the workers? What I asked the workers, out? and then I had to find other people, other contractors, to verify the information that they were giving me. I had to call to make sure that the rates are right. They're, are they following the right processes? Is the digging correct? Is that the centimeters or whatever that they need to dig? Is this how much brick? Sure. Is this the type of brick that I need to buy? You know, and stuff. So I had to even go into quantity surveying. But fortunately, just I had wow. other, like p- p- support from other people for guidance. Yeah. So yeah, Hi, so we guys. did the foundation. <laughs> we did the foundation. <gasps> we did the ground floor, and then yeah. the contractor yeah. passed away. Oh my oh. goodness! Now really cozy. So yeah. Oh. So now, eh, wow. You know. So and then at that point, I told Vita that I've been fighting with these guys, and I think they were taking advantage because I'm a female. Okay, they could see well, or maybe some didn't know some of the things. So then I was starting to have demands coming plated work, some did not come. So I was like, no, I think now we need to, especially because the guy has passed on. So it is even, it's even better for me legally. You know, I didn't have yeah. to fight with the contractor that I'm cutting your contractor off because you're sick. So now I had to go and look for another contractor. Yeah. yeah so we did that, got another sure. contractor and he finished the whole structure. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. So so we've wow. developed, and then, and then also because of this whole experience, my funding, my money was finishing because there were a lot of mistakes. I had to I pay knew. things double. I need. I bought this. It was wrong. I need to buy that. You know. And some when the design inside oh the rooms, gosh. I did that with the contractor. But now he passed away, and I didn't know how to continue because we built this structure, but now it's not according to. Like the wall, actually, especially the walls. We had we built high walls, so I couldn't get uh, fitting the correct doors. The doors that we bought, the standard doors, did not fit on the door structures. So now that was another challenge. We had to spend sure. more money on the door frames and the doors. So it became a little expense. Yeah, I ran out of my budget actually. Oh my goodness. Wow. Oh my goodness. So what happened when you ran out of your budget? How did you cover that overall? I went, I went back to, to Turf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get 200,000 more. Okay. Yeah. So what I did before running out of the cash, I finished the ground floor. So that okay. at least I'll be able to rent it out. And then from there, at least we'll be able to help uh, build the top floor. I see. Yeah. That was okay. clever. Yeah. Yeah. And so, this so that's what I did. The ground floor was how many units at the time and how it's, big were they? It's seven units. So it's okay. seven bottom, seven, seven on top. 
seven what two bedroom one seven, bedroom one it's no it's um it's like a studio so it's your open oh. plan with the kitchenette oh. and the bathroom shower yeah shower bathroom I okay see. so and how much is this rent for it's there's 2.5 yeah. And three thousand. They differ in okay. sizes. In okay. sizes. So I we see. have okay. yeah. So we have six big units, and the rest are the small. The two point just units. smaller. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So wow, Kosi, you're really getting this off the ground. Well done. Hey, it was <laughs> it was a real feat. Yeah. So, but mm. I feel like if we're truly honest, I feel like starting anything, the start of it will sometimes tax us. You yeah. know, it yeah. will ask us to go deeper than we want to to get mm. to the end result. But once we started, like look at all the experience that you've gained from starting, mm. just getting it off the ground. You know, you now know. you've got way more experience for the next property. For, uh, wow. for the next property, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, oh, and it's lovely. You've got eight units, um, eight small no, units. Seven, seven. seven. Yes. Seven, so seven. Saying, yeah, I was going to say eight small units and oh, okay. six big units. Six big units. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, so it's 14 units in total. In total, yes. That is incredible. And what else did you do anything extra? When we have people on the show, they talk about how when they do their multi-lets and they develop their properties, especially in the township, they add extra things like Wi-Fi, just like um, a parking, like beautiful parking bays like landscaping did you do anything extra on the property no i'm i'm currently we're not complete uh, the construction is done we just done the construction now we're doing the final touches okay okay i still need to do the yeah i still need the washing of the structure fix the wall as well yeah those are the yeah okay. those are the final touches that i still need to do but yeah. are the units occupied are they tenanted the units yeah they have, i've got like uh how many people nine people on yeah nine rentals now wow wow yeah. when did what you finish the construction the construction was completed in end of january because yeah oh, they, they wow. started moving in in feb yeah no way okay. Yo, wow, and when my tenants moved in fast. Yeah. yeah it was fast because we started i remember we stopped the construction and then started again in october with the new contractor yeah. right yeah okay and and are you managing the property yourself i mean are you managing the tenants yourself did you do the, your own vetting and tenanting i use the estate agent to, oh, you, to do the venting, yeah, but I was not happy with what she was doing because I just thought that I can do this thing. Most of what she's doing is just she does that I could do it myself, and I'm paying a lot for it. So she oh, only yeah. did, she helped me with four tenants, yeah, she only helped me with four tenants, and then I took over. Okay, okay. so you were not you yeah. were not getting the property management that you're getting. It's very disappointing to no, be I'm honest happy. Mm. with mm. most of these agents. They claim to know property management, but they don't necessarily they don't, yeah. deliver, mm. they deliver don't, what yeah. yeah. So it's mm. it's it's that, that same thing that we keep going back to then that there are estate agents and then there are some, you know. They, yeah, and well I got the exactly. Thumb. <laughs> yeah, you got the thumb. I know but mm. See, when I, you've just been paying school fees, you've just been yeah. learning, You know, right? it's true. That's true. <laughs> My next construction, I am hiring course, Jay. <laughs> no, just for, for psychological, psychological I know. No. <laughs> Everything that everyone needs to go through, you have gone through. I've Even gone through it. On the same side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so intense, Kosi. Oh, that is so yeah. interesting, Kosi. Mm. But what yeah. I want to know, Kosi, from you, na, mm. this whole partnership, let's just go back to 
the partnering that you have gotten from 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 Taf and okay. Mustang, mm. you know? This mm. whole time, now you your money is running out. You have to apply for more. What other sort of special arrangements besides getting you the extra? Uh, I mean, the professionals that you needed. What other um, what what other special arrangement did they do financially for you so that you are able to finish and get to completion? Have you started uh, repaying the loan, for instance? Yes, I have started repaying the loan. I started oh. paying in March. March? Wow. Yeah, I started paying in March. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm. That's incredible. That's that's just incredible. Um, I must just mention that Kosi uh, and I was were in the same course. I just didn't know what she was going through in the. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> because because TAF has got the special program, the TPPE. What is it called? Because mm -hmm. TAF Property Program Entrepreneurs. Entrepreneur, yeah. Yeah, the entrepreneur course because what they do with whoever they finance, they also take you through a training program so that you know what to expect and what mm -hmm. and how to what develop you your your into. own yeah, what you are putting yourself into and they are very supportive of of their entrepreneurs. That is that is incredible because mm, I yeah. am you know, I am just <laughs> yeah wow. I'm really, really impressed. So, Kosi, what are the next, uh, what are your plans now moving forward? So, you're going to finish this property, like finish the final touches? The final touches, anything, yeah. Do you have anything else lined up in terms of what you want to do next in property? Okay, after, yeah, once I finish this building, I'm going to move to the next building. What okay. do you mean the next building? To the Where? next end, yeah, to the next end. Oh, it's next wow. door. Like so, the stand are like literally next to each other. I see. So this is just one stand that you have developed. That I've developed. Yeah. Yes, oh, this is wow. one stand. So you're yeah. going to go to the. Oh, this is beautiful. The next stand. Yeah. Okay. Have you already so, spoken to Mastandi about that? I've spoken to them. I was initially, I was going to start applying in, in, in March. For the second stand, mm. but because of the shutdown, COVID. we stopped. Yeah, and now because yeah, because of COVID, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, because I am just, I like you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm in awe. <laughs> I'm in awe of your resilience, so? right? Yeah, um, mm. I mean, I'm in awe of your resilience, but I am in awe of the partnership with a financier like that. That is yeah. that that has to be unique, guys. We, yeah. we there's no other way of looking at it. It's such a unique yeah. relationship that Taf does, and she was in the room the whole time. The mentors are in the room the whole time with her. That is mm, that yeah. is incredible. Yeah, um, and I must say, Taf yeah. is very supportive. Yo, I wouldn't have gone through most of the things without the team yeah hey yeah. wow that's amazing that is absolutely amazing okay i mean so i feel like i am full because his story has just been mind-blowing um i'm ready for the next segment i'm, I'm ready okay. for the next segment <laughs> thank you babe let's go <laughs> yeah thank you Kosi. you have left okay. us speechless <laughs> on to the next segment of our show magical feedback from our hosts where our hosts share their three takeaways from today's episode okay so property magicians this is the part of the show where we give our takeaways Today, we're not going to be long because I, I have to rush off and do something else, but we're going to give out three takeaways. And I want to start with the first one Please. because I was already rattling it off to Mizo, <laughs> is that I see this common thread, especially around our women podcasters, right? I'm thinking of Ndombi. I'm thinking of uh, Majo Spin and now with Kosi. There's this yeah. common thread of determination. Yeah. You know that often they are the ones that 
they rely on. You know, they rely on themselves. They are the ones that are going to make it happen. And sometimes they don't have a full support system because he had her grandmother, right? Which is just so beautiful because her grandmother is in her 90s. So guys, you can already imagine that it's not like she has, she probably has more energy than me, right? Or most of us in her 90s. Sounds like it, but still, you don't want to stress her with everything, right? Mm. So, Kosi took eight years developing one property, and yes, she didn't stop. Hey, yes. she didn't just go, It's not working, so I'm gonna stop. She just said, I know, I'm gonna find a way, I'm gonna keep going, I'm gonna keep going. That for me is such an incredible takeaway because. And I think we've heard it from uh, from Mawini as well, right? Where she yeah, said, "Yeah, we did." Keep yeah. going, yeah. Right? Like keep going. Wow, mm-hmm. what inspiration! That it is was such a lovely. That's such a lovely number one to go through. Absolutely, Ben. Mm. I, I I really loved her story in that sense. It's it's beyond resilience. I don't know what else to call yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The one big thing that I that I picked up that I'd like to highlight is the partnership, the partnership between the property entrepreneur and the financier being tough this time. This is so special for me because I think, I think it is the one financier that has understood the makeup of the entrepreneur that they are dealing with. They give you the training program. She regrettably did years after they had allocated her funding. The second yes. thing is, at every step of the way, when she has got a problem with the contractor, you are able to go and knock and say, this is the delay and this is what it means and this is what it means, uh, implying this is what it means in terms of paying the loan and the timing yeah. of opening my development. I thought that was very, very important, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. So no, it that, really, for really instance, was. She spoke even in the same ambit about the housing propeller fund. When our housing um, provincial government doesn't understand what she's trying to develop, they didn't yes. see it coming. They didn't see the same. You know, it's very important to be aware and awake to what is needed in the township that you are managing. I'm, I'm, I'm really. Yeah really inspired yeah. by what tough does with us yeah yes i am know? equally inspired i love what you just said mizo mm. and i just wanted to acknowledge it so mm. my second takeaway was um the fact mm. that she was she was willing to learn on the yeah. job yeah right i think this is so important Because sometimes we think that we need to know everything before we get started. And we've had this conversation before, right? Like that you get started with the resources that you have, with what you have. We will learn along the way, you guys. And I just loved Corsi's attitude. She was like, oh, I don't have a contractor. I'm going to become a contractor. (laughs) For two years, I will be a contractor. And I'm going to be doing this contracting thing. I'm going to ask for people's advice. I'm going to do the research. I'm going to ask the workers. I'm going to do all these things. But you know what? You will not always be a beginner and clueless in everything. Uh At some point, you will learn. So now Uh she knows more about contracting than she ever planned to know. Right. So we have to be willing to learn, even if it makes us look, oh, my God, like inexperienced. It makes us look like we don't know what we're doing. And as she said, people take advantage of us because we are inexperienced. This is how we learn. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my second takeaway. My second takeaway is hedged on the same one then that when things were going or were looking like they were going haywire, she had to re-revise what she was doing, which is what we are always taught about when plan A is not working. See if there's a plan B, C or D. What did she do? She went and said, okay, let's develop the ground floor so that it can finance 
doing level two and level three, right? So she started developing the seven ground floor units so that she can start earning rentals. And then she went on to do level two and three. Um, what, what, again, it comes back to you don't give up, but mm. plan B must always be able to kick in and see and revise what you have. So I, I really liked that. What's oh, your number three? Yeah. <clears throat> My number three is actually just around the importance of having a team. Again, which we uh, keep coming back to. But just uh, like I keep thinking about how she says she would go raise the money, go back to the contract. She would go ask for quotations. Her grandmother would help her raise the money. Suddenly she comes back. Labor has gone up. Materials have gone up right so now yeah. she has to go back yeah. to point a and start from scratch yeah. but this is the importance of having relationships so uh mustandi yeah. could kick in and say we have this contractor we've got a relationship with them yeah. we know what they yeah. charge standard right yeah. and i feel that once we have relationships yeah. with our team right and our contractors and i'm just seeing this as well in my life you know so guys this yeah. may be a good time to say that like i've done a thing and decided to buy the second property <laughs> right yes. and Lisa has been so part of that but what i've seen with that is having the relationships with the lawyers Absolutely. with the people involved it means that i can go ask as many questions ask for oh i need time to think about this i need this to happen will this happen all that i think that the relationships are key because if you have the relationship with the contractor you can then negotiate from the point of that relationship and say okay i will take this but i need x amount of time to be able to raise the funds to be able or, to raise the funds yeah or can i just pay the deposit now and can we get started and i raise the and we pay the rest of the funds in this way i think relationships also give us the power to negotiate how payments are made right and Absolutely. i think that is something so so powerful when it comes so to the real estate angle so powerful then you you've brought it you've brought it i i uh, i was worried that you were going to take away my takeaway my takeaway <laughs> is also about the team but my approach was different when i wrote it down i was like yeah. hmm, imagine if this podcast was born in 2010 because he would yeah. have come across all these people, including Mastandi yes. and Taf. Taf and Mastandi has been around for over 18 years, I believe. Wow. And I just learned that. And how do you live in a metropolitan mm. and not know about Taf and Mastandi? Yes. And that's because people don't listen to our podcast. I mean, we, we talk <laughs> all the time, right? right? So they don't listen so to the podcast, but also I feel like, let's be honest, Mizo, this information has been kept, um, I want to say, kept hidden to yeah. a certain segment of the population, of especially the population. financial information. Exactly. Right? It's not financial information. Yeah. It's not disseminated. Yeah. It's not. It's not. And when it is directed at a particular sector, how come we don't know about it? And when I talk about Soweto, where there's so much information, there is an internet cafe at every third house and in a garage somewhere or something like that. And she wasn't exposed to that. So we were, I'm talking, my takeaway is about the network. So she would go again mm. to conferences where she would listen to other yeah. people and listen to this. And that's how she found the Gauteng from Elafan. Yeah. Still, still at yeah. those forums, that means there were not enough people who were talking about the relevant things that were particular for her. Her grandmother and also shown the show, at the, the forum. potential Sorry to jump in. Yeah. At the forum. They had GPF and GPF didn't understand the township market. That's, How, what, that's what worries me. That's what worries me. And what I'm saying with the, with, again, it brings us back to 
why the podcast exists then every time when when i feel like almost i want to be lazy or maybe let's not pursue this guest or let's do this it brings me back to why i do this podcast this yeah. podcast comes to highlight certain things that yeah. that are not known necessarily yeah. to black people she spoke about the jp cc she yeah. spoke about the sdp i know it because i've been yeah. to the to, to the tough training program now yeah. but how many developments have i been i live in a house that i thought i had built but how many of those things have gone right over my head right yeah. right in front of me but i didn't know about them yeah. so i'm just saying yeah. the networks and who you hang out with when you want to be a a when you want to own your development and you want to know what you're doing in your development is very important yeah. and start here on this podcast whatever information yeah. you need, you're going to find on this podcast and more on what we we are planning with it so yeah that was my takeaway Whew, what a so beautiful takeaway i mean i couldn't even let you finish it i needed to jump in but i love it <laughs> yeah. yeah we get so okay. excited about our guests this was the most awesome yeah. awesome awesome Just yeah and beautiful. i don't know if we knew that we were doing a development of this nature at all i just yeah i just saw her on the tough um, newsletter yeah and i was like whatever yeah so yep yep i am so excited so let's move on to the next segment of the show you guys let's do it now on to the journey to magical expansion where we ask our guests the same five questions we ask every guest Welcome to the next segment of the show, Property Magician. So this is the part of the show where we ask every guest on the show the same five questions. And as usual, I'm going to have Mizo start us off. So Mizo, okay. take it away. <laughs> I don't even feel like asking this question anymore. So mm. uh, <laughs> is there any particular book or a property book or a business book that has influenced you it doesn't have to be a book if you don't have any but yeah do you do you have any book that you would like to share with the property magicians that has helped you through your journey or that got you no started? i don't have a book in property but there's yeah. a book that i'm um i read it's called the rules of life Yo, oh, and wow. yeah, the, yes. yeah, the book is about introspection, like how do you feel about yourself, how other people affect you, people around you, and also right. motivation. Oh, wow. it's motivating for me. So yeah, so that's okay. the book that I oh, wow. am reading. What's, mm. uh, what's the author's name for this author's book? Name. It's Richard Tepper. Okay. I've heard of Richard Tepper, actually. Mm. Mm. I feel like... I feel like he might have been mentioned in one of the books I read. I almost want to say the magic of thinking big, but I may be wrong. Mm. Like, okay. yeah, I may be wrong. I've come across this name before. That book. Yeah. Okay. So, Kosi, um, what keeps you inspired? What makes you keep uh, going like this? God. You know, once, once I start something, the fact yeah. that I've started yeah. it, that, that, yeah, that, cause I need, I know that I have to finish it, whether, okay. regardless of how long it takes me or what challenges I come across, the thing is that I need to finish it. Okay. Wow. So I think that's, yeah, that's what keeps me going. Starting something okay. and finishing it. All right. Wow. That is I such really, really love it. That's <laughs> lovely, right? What do yeah. you wish you had known, Kosi, before you started de development? Really? You had to go to development straight <laughs> I think I, you know that the, the course that we did. I wish I would have done that course oh, way before. I see. Yeah, yeah, because now I thought uh, you you know you buy material and then people build and that's it. And actually, there's just a lot of things involved. You know. Ah, Absolutely. So, yeah, I think is I this the course that you and Mizo were in at top? Went to yes. That's ah. the one that we went to at top. Yes, yeah. the TPPE. Mm. I the think TPPE it's course such, is yeah. very important. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that is that is such an empowering course. And if we had been given that, and people just don't know, they think we should know that when you yeah. embark on a big 
construction or, or a big development of a commercial building, mm. we, we just summer know. Who knows? No, yeah. a civil engineer uh, um, uh, against the quantity of the plans, the rates. Yeah. Who is that? I mean, really. Hey. Yeah, really and wow. truly. Because that's why I think, like, and, and I think I also got delayed because I didn't have a lot of information that I've learned afterwards, you know, and the yeah. decisions that I made. Had, had I done the course before, a lot of things yeah. would have been easier and quicker, you know? Yeah, hey? Yeah. Wow. I love all that you're saying because you've also mentioned about going to the seminars, getting educated. I love Absolutely. that. I really, yeah. really love that you've been so taking you, the educational element that, uh, seriously because I we keep hearing this we yeah. just keep it keeps coming up so yeah. my my next question Kosi is what do you what are you focusing on learning next within this property journey uh, the financial management side of it okay, ah, okay. Yeah, I wow, think that's man. important yeah okay. that yeah. is important. especially now yeah. because now I'm going to use the rentals to finish off the project you know, yes. and I need to make like financial decisions. <laughs> Not that you get yeah. the rental and, and save it or go and buy groceries. Now that man needs to go back to the property. I need to yes. invest it back to the property. Yeah. <clears throat> so I just need to learn the financial side of things. Bless you. Yeah. My sinuses are acting up. So Kosi, the last question is what property resource do you want to share with our podcast listeners? What do you listen to or what do you read or what do you what videos do you watch or what TV channels do you watch that that help you with this property journey? Honestly, I was not looking at, at anything, you know? Yeah. I was no, I was not even reading on anything. I would just see like maybe if someone sends me like um a story, then I would read it. But okay. now, yeah, just now that, and now I've been introduced to Property Magician podcast, which I find interesting, yeah. and I didn't even know about it, you know. You didn't. Oh my oh. gosh! Oh. You, not? you know, yeah. I didn't have time to, yeah, because I've been just so focused and stressed about this thing. And before, I didn't even like I'm saying without the course, I didn't know that you needed to read books and stuff. Yeah, you yeah. know. So it's only now that, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. that is, yeah, that is very, very interesting, him. Yeah. But yeah, we're glad that you found the podcast. We think I it have. is an exceptional <laughs> resource. So it's, it's yeah. exciting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so Kasi, how do people get hold of you? I'm on you know, personally I'm on with social media, but not with the with the with the development yet because okay. it's not ready. So now I just want to finish the project the property and then I can go out with it, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for some, now, nothing uh, until it's completed. Well, right now, part of the beauty with this podcast is that there are people who have money and finances and may want to come on board and help you invest the next stand. If they have that interest, how do they get hold of you? Do uh, you have to be telephonically or on email? Via email. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter which works for you. So can you tell us? Uh, tell you the email address. Yes. <laughs> and okay, my email address, if you don't mind. <laughs> okay, my email address is makolota at webmail dot okay. mm-hmm. and my mm-hmm. number is oh eight three three six four three zero nine five. Three six four three zero nine five. Please well, can you repeat the number. I missed it. Sorry, okay, it went it's so fast. Oh eight three. Oh eight three six. Three six four. Three, three six four. Three zero nine five. Three zero nine five. Thank you well, very much. Thank you <laughs> so much, Kosi. And this is this is why we do this podcast, Kosi. From a mm. uh, travel travel um, agent, travel practitioner to developer <laughs> is a huge, huge step. Mm. And for a for a girl growing up in Soweto, um, it is another big, huge, huge step. You have no idea who is listening mm. to this podcast right now and who you have inspired 
this mm. is what we do, what we do. Thank yeah. you again. Thank you Thank very you much for the whole trouble of downloading <laughs> yeah. the Zoom and testing over and over. This this is exactly why we do this podcast. We it's, uh-huh. it's, it's deliberate and intentional for exactly this. Your your story is so inspiring. So good luck. It really Thank it really, really is. Thank yeah. you so much, Kosi. It has been Thank a pleasure you. having you on the show. Guys, for making this. Thank you very much. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Property Magicians. We'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for the Property Magicians podcast. Please share this episode with your family, friends, and even strangers. If you find this valuable, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and Podbean Station. Or better yet, subscribe to our mailing list at wealthy-money.com. Again, wealthy-money.com and receive our complimentary Creating Intentional Wealth ebook. Also, join the conversation on Facebook in our Facebook group. Just type in Wealthy Money Magicians, answer the questions and join the Facebook group. Let's have a conversation about money and all things property related. Thank you once again.